In the words of Night Ranger, I must have been a fool not to see. And this is the Fat Man Chronicles. Chronicles episode 156, FMC, we're on Chicago chapter 26, seven weeks to go until the race. I am Pete and with me is my buddy Dave and we are a couple of middle-aged dads really trying to figure this thing out. (laughs) Before I ask you how you're doing, what's your feelings on Night Ranger? Are we okay with Night Ranger? I love Night Ranger. I think, uh, what do we have? Sister Christian, of course, which is their, I'm not going to call them a one hit wonder. No, they, they had, but they had, I can't think of the names for the other ones, but I know there's more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that quote was from a song called four in the morning. So I don't know. I just, I heard some night ranger the other day and usually that's what happens. Cause I don't listen to a lot of music. So yeah. I'll hear something and then it just triggers some lyric memory. And then I look up just to make sure I'm right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Sister that. Christian was one of the first songs I tried to learn during my uh, like four month drumming career Ooh. that I had back in the day. Because they had that nice little where it goes f- like from, uh, what is it, a crescendo? Is that the right word? No idea. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, there's like a little tiny drum solo in there that I tried to rock out on back in the day. But uh, Kevin, my drum, it's not as good, but close. But uh, Kevin, my drum teacher, told me I had a coming to drum practice with three broken fingers from sports was not conducive to being a drummer. So (laughs) (laughs) drumming lost. Oh, well, that's why your career just had to, to pivot. You were not yeah. going to be the drummer. I, I've been a success at everything since I was a kid, Pete. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, how have you been? How you doing? I got no complaints. Day 21. Day 21. So, yeah. Three weeks is a habit, right? So they say. Uh, Is that? I, I don't know. I mean, you read a lot of different things, but I got to think that Going 21 straight days is definitely on the right track to a habit. Yeah, I could I could say that uh, my mental part of this is not much easier, but it's much easier. Like, it's still not super easy, and it's still a conscious thought, but it's kind of slowly getting into the background of the whole thing. So, but I so feel you- good. Do you ever have to stop yourself from going and buying a bottle of Tito's? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not that bad. But uh, there's, you know, there'll be different thoughts during the day of what am I going to have tonight and that kind of thing. And then uh, it's an easy switch to, you know, uh, I have some uh, like four different kinds of seltzer water and teas and all that stuff. But it's still a conscious decision every day. But um, I don't think about it as much as I did two weeks ago or a week ago, nice. so, which is all probably part of the the process. But yeah, a little bit easier every day. Yeah, I've done some um, when I'm trying to consciously not drink. I've done some soda and bitters, mm-hmm. and that to me kind of gives that little mocktail flair. Yeah, yeah, right. And I have a uh, I have some athletic brewing in the house. Which is nice, but then I don't want to get in the habit of like um, substituting kind of thing. Like, uh, uh, I mean, it, it, it's different, but I want to, I'm trying to form new habits like drinking tea at night or whatever. I do have this um, uh, sparkling water made with hops, which is kind of interesting. Isn't that called it, beer? No, it's called spring water with hops. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but I got it through the athletic brewing site. So it kind of gives it that bitterness taste. And I don't know if, um, I don't really, I haven't decided if it's really bad or it's really good yet, but it's, <laughs> it's still interesting. I don't think I'll buy it again, yeah. but, uh, I definitely like, um, La Croix makes a great, uh, lemoncello sparkling water, which is really good. And uh, th- I found a guava one, which is really good. So, uh, and then we'll get in the fall. So it's almost tea time. You know, I like my herbal teas and stuff. Look at so you we'll going see. with the fancy French pronunciation instead of LaCroix, like the rest of us say. But you, you know what? There's only one reason why I say La Croix, and I know you know why. Two gomers. Two gomers. That's Two the gomers. only reason. <laughs> it's like you're and going I, to Target A instead of Target over there. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can hear them saying it. So yeah. to me, that's the only reason why I say it. Nice. Yeah, I, it's never a bad thing for uh, to use the gomers as a as a role model for for things. So yeah, and I haven't listened to them in a while, but I will. Anytime I can get a two Gomers reference is, and I know you still have your restraining order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually like, – oh, go ahead. I was going to say I, I really should go back to some old school two Gomers and the stuff that, I, that I've that i missed because I bet that's really good too when they first started in like uh, – I think I mi- like, I'd like to go back to the – did they do a triathlon? Yeah, they did. Yep. I they think did I'd Saint like Anthony's. to go back to that one. Yeah, they did do a triathlon. It's I, I've been listening to them again more. They they just they had a couple of seasons that just didn't resonate with me. Yeah, yeah we I, talked about that. Yeah, and now they're kind of back to themselves. Mm. They they did interview um, uh, Galloway. Galloway, yeah, Jeff Galloway. Um, so. That is different, but it was it was a very Gomer's interview, mm-hmm. uh, and they did a pretty good job, I thought. So, but but they've had more of themselves again, and yeah, it just they lost like me them. at the uh, perfect movie one because I'm not a big movie guy. So they lost me on that, and uh, the Runner's Block yeah. series, I, I kind of was like, eh. Next. Yeah, they <laughs> lost me before Runner's Block even at the lose 20 and 20. Was that yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Lo- they lost me there. Um, it was yeah, like I, we had some good talks during the lose yeah. 20 for 20. Yeah, that was just an I, I learned a lot about Pete. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, look, I'm putting out a less than mediocre podcast. So, <laughs> I, I mean, you do you, and I can listen or not listen a hundred percent. Right? Nobody nobody forces you. So <laughs> I mean, believe me, I, I just listened to the latest TJM gang show and I'm like, oh, it was really enjoying it. And then I'm like, what at some point in my run, I'm like, what what is going on? The like, Rachel one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't like, gotten through all of it yet. I, I'm just like, what is happening? <laughs> but I can't not finish it if I start it, or yeah. it'll drive me nuts. Right. Well, it's an hour for them to do the Patreon, so you. Won't oh, this get... Patreon was the 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 worst. And like, <laughs> if I did give Scotty, like, and I know he hears this stuff, right? Like, and he, it's a like you don't you can listen or not listen, right? But the crosstalk in this one during the Patreon list, it was just un it was unnecessary. Like it was yeah. just because Ed's back. Yeah. I, he needs to just shut up like five seconds. Just please be silent. He can't. And, and people love him. And, yeah. and I'm not, Oh, he's a really good guy, right? This is just, I just don't like the crosstalk. Like it, it, you can go five seconds without a, yeah. without a comment. Right. Cause so. I saw it was, it was a three hour, 19 minute episode. And I'm like, and I knew Ed was back. So I'm like, that's a, an hour and a half patreon list for sure <laughs> yeah yeah we'll talk about some other things about that off air um because it's still it, and but his law like scotty's long runs like i every time i think like oh he's he's gonna have to hit a wall on these things or one of them's not gonna be good he does every single rolling. one is just yeah. it's a home run every time 
Yeah, and I'm super behind because I have a normal job now. So I like I I don't listen I don't bake and listen to six hours of podcasts every day. Right. So uh, my list is getting longer. I got to figure that out. Well, when you go on some long walks or something, you know. Yep. I did walk to work. I, I my, saw that my point two eight miles. I saw that, and and I felt uh, at first I was like, oh, okay, so it's not even close to the half mile that Dave was saying. That was my first thought. <laughs> And then my second thought was, man, I'm, I, I kind of feel like a bully. I might have bullied him into doing this. No, because you were just the icing on the cake. Like my boss is furious with me because I don't walk to work, right? Because well, she's a, a good friend and listens to the show. And, you know, she of course, she knows the struggles. She's like, just walk to work, right? Right. It's kind of like that uh, – Admiral uh, McRaven speech, where if you make your bed, you've accomplished the first task of the day. And she's like, that's your first. It's not even a half a mile. So um, finally, I did it. It's not even a third of a mile. It's barely over yeah. a quarter mile. So yeah, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, look, ha- I know it doesn't seem like much, right? But if you're walking a half mile a day, five days a week, that's two and a half miles. That's 73 miles, miles a year, Pete. Well, it's 20, 0.28 each way, right? Yeah. Well, so if you do 50. Oh, yeah. Weeks, no, I only did one way. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like 100. And, yeah. I mean, you're. it's up there, right? Like, it's no nothing to sneeze at in the in the long term. It, and I actually enjoyed it. Like, oh, it was nice. I threw on my backpack. I walked to work. My job is chill. My life is totally chill now. Even fair, because, like, you're so much more relaxed. You don't yell as much. You don't fly off the handle as much, so that's great. Yeah, and then during that point two eight, you could listen to like one one hundredth of the TJM Patreon list. Well, I put it on like triple speed, right? And I can right. <laughs> only take me two weeks to listen to it. <laughs> so how's how's everything else? How's the the food angle coming along? Because I'm assuming at twenty one days now, you're really starting to hone in. Okay, on what's next? Like, what can you kind of food yeah, yeah, yeah like uh-huh. build on top of right because that stopping drinking to me for you was a foundation right now you could start yeah. to build the structure well that was huge and now i'm in the mindset of if i can do that what's next right if i could quit because I, I made a comment this morning on facebook that it's literally like nine bottles of tito's that i haven't drank in three weeks right that's that's pretty big amount for a single person 750s or handles oh not handles because i'd be dead (laughs) (laughs) hey there there are people trust me i've seen some some alcohol blood alcohol levels in the 600 and the people were still walking so i i've seen some stuff in my day but it really it's really been all right we've conquered this we got the next thing and uh, you and I were talking about food. So I actually, um, with discussion of Farica, uh, I ordered, I set up a meal plan, like delivery food for, um, I got uh, 12 meals a week, which my plan is to do breakfast and lunch, and then plan with Farica um, our dinners. So... Got it. So we'll meal prep our dinners together. Okay. And uh, and Braden and I are talking about what kind of foods he wants for after sports or football practice. So a lot of the stuff the three of us are on the same page with, like rice, vegetable, potatoes, or salad. And then my meals that I got, I chose Factor. Okay. And I got two vegan meals. And then I'm not going to worry about the third meal. Whatever fair can I decide to eat and meal prep together, that's going to be my dinner. So your breakfast and lunch six days a week. Well, I got 12 meals for Monday through Friday. And then I kind of have two extras. Because she goes back to work. I go back to work. We both have to do our same thing anyways. So now during the work week, I don't have to worry about anything. 
and then her and I will meal plan together for our dinners. Like, you know, if I make bulk chicken or bulk fish, bulk steaks, whatever, we'll eat the same salads, we'll eat the same starches, the same vegetables, and that eliminates so much of the decision guesswork. Oh, let's go out to dinner today kind of thing. Okay. And so uh, Monday through Friday, your breakfast and lunch are are already prepared. Yep. Through Factor. Through not factor. a sponsor, just so we're clear. Not, just to because we have no sponsors, which is correct. The way I've kept this show. Um, <laughs> not that people are beating down the doors, and those will be vegan. Yes. Got it. And then what? So that and then so during the week, then you guys will have planned and prepped for dinners mm-hmm. for those five meals. Then the weekend is. Just we'll, kind of we'll do it together, but so our for us it was more important to be super structured Monday through Friday because we have the least amount of time during the day for that. And then I have the two extra meals if I need it, I have it. And then theoretically, if we meal prep correctly, we should have food on the weekends. What uh, what made you choose Factor? Um, there's just so many things out there. And, um, I asked on social media, what meals people have had or have used and factor came up the most. And then, uh, icon meals was another one. And I tried to find some stuff locally, but none of the places have websites or the delivery charge was so much. And it was more like a, a personal chef kind of meal prep. So I'm like, I'm just going to go with Factor. It will come. And uh, they were offering some pretty big discounts. And uh, a couple of the ones that I looked at for their vegan options, they really only had three choices. So then I would get stuck eating the same three things 10 times a week, which is boring. So it was in the right price. People recommended them. They had a variety, and I just went with it. And those are like heat and eat meals, right? Heat and eat, yeah. Interesting. So do you, th- so snacking isn't a problem for you or anything like that? No, I, I've never been a big snacker unless I was snookered and it was midnight, <laughs> a half a bot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do that's know. my big problem area was the booze. And I'm down like six pounds just from not really doing much, but just not drinking. And now that I've been eating breakfast and lunch, not anything like um, consistently I've been eating breakfast and lunch, but not any kind of like nutritional aspect behind it. And I find that I snack much less and I've been drinking the two liters of water, which is also helping during the day. So and my big concern, my immediate concern or worry is a 10 hour flight that I have to take in uh, January. And, you know, I'm 320 pounds and you don't really fit in a seat really well at 320 pounds. And I'd like to not have a seat belt extender. Like I don't have any gross expectations of huge weight loss, but um, I'd like to lose. It's like uh, four months. And uh, I think that I could, with some effort and the um, food plan, then maybe I can lose 12, 15 pounds, if not more in that time frame, just to make it a little more comfortable. Like, I, you know, like uh, I've done enough gimmicks and fads and you can drop a lot of weight qu- quick, but it just comes right back up. So if I can lose a pound a week or half a pound a week, by the time I get on the flight, it just make it that much Remind where are you going again? I forgot. Israel. Israel, right. I don't know how I forgot that. Uh yeah, no, that's that's huge. So do you do you find as you think about this now, is there any other thing that you're worried about? Like is there any place that you think that you you don't have a good enough plan for or like something else that's kind of bitten you in the past? Because this sounds pretty solid, right? Like you know what the, the difference is 
for me is I'm not worrying about anything else. Like the clarity in like the realization of not having the booze, like I can't do everything at once. Right. So I had it. Step one had to be the booze. All right. We conquered that. And I don't really feel, I feel much better not drinking, but now I, I realize three weeks later how off the nutrition is and how bad I feel physically because I haven't been drinking enough water. I haven't been eating right. So now I have the no drinking. So now I just got to keep that train rolling. And now for three weeks to a month, I can worry about eating three solid meals a day. Farrakh and I are on the same page. We brought Braden into the mix and like, um, we can narrow it down, right? Because a lot of success of people that I know who, who have lost weight, not like social media, but actual people that I can call up and talk to, because they narrowed it down to six or seven meals a day. And I used to make nine separate meals a day, right? Now I can really make one and a half meals a day, and right? And brain's on the same page. Uh, you know, we'll do the rice, the vegetables. So that takes a lot of the guesswork out of it as I figure out how to eat like a normal person. Got it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty good. Um, I agree. Doing a lot at once is tough. And like I said, like I feel like the alcohol, just getting that under control is your foundation. Now you could start to pile on. And there are small... The small steps of, hey, walk to work, you've got mm -hmm. these meals, it start, it just kind of starts the momentum, right? It, it gets you moving in that in that direction. And, and I, I agree the... on the, like, don't, you don't have to worry about, like, it all being at once. And just drinking more water and doing those things, that's why you're losing weight, right? The bloat starts to come off. Because mm -hmm. alcohol leaves you puffy. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I eat gluten like, a, um, you know, my mom's celiac and Braden's celiac. And I've tested intolerant. I've never gone through the rest of the actual testing um, to be declared celiac. But I definitely carry the trait because I passed it on to my kid. So um, for year, Braden's been celiac for nine years for eight and a half of those years, I didn't eat any, I ate a pretty solid gluten-free diet with him. And now I've been off that and I feel like a train wreck and all bloated and gassy and all that stuff. So uh, I'm just going to slowly transition out of that and go back to a, a more gluten-free uh, diet. And I ordered some vitamins, you know, to try and help because I'm sure drinking a half a bottle of vodka a day, I've, de you know, depleted <laughs> any normal vitamin D levels and all that stuff. But, uh, and I, I, I'm glad you're sitting down. I scheduled a, uh, annual physical. What? Coming up. So yes, I'm oh growing up. <laughs> wow. This is and, fantastic yes, news. This is like news breaking. Yeah. Right. So I, <laughs> I actually, uh, Set that up, and I didn't realize until I set up my appointment because my internist uh, that I'm going to and my cardiologist are brother and sister, so they work out of the same practice. And my six-month follow-up to uh, my cardiology stuff is uh, the end of September, so I got that going too. Wow. I needed like that record stop sound effect <laughs> yeah like when they walked in the in the room in, in animal house yes <laughs> exactly yeah and then i got the um the run workout thing starting september 1st too so so you got about i don't even know what we're on here the 21st so couple couple of week 10 days i guess before yeah, that and starts. that's just three days a week so that's nothing Hey, crazy there's no just about it zero to three days is a massive increase oh yeah 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 yeah. no i get it but look my you know half mile a day walking to and from work that's right don't un don't underestimate the benefits that's, of that that's just a warm-up now 
right? And then someone requests Sarah, right? Wanted to see the big lunchbox debut. So we put that out in the world in my fancy blue glass Italian bottle. That is. Yeah. The new Dave Part Dois. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you're getting a workout just carrying a glass bottle full of water to work. It's in my fancy backpack. It's like, I, you could you could say I rucked to work now. There you Pete. go. <laughs> Man, so we got the exercise, we got the food, we got the alcohol. I don't know. Slow. Dave, Dave, I don't know, 6.0, 12.0. I don't yeah, know where we're know, at in your version. Seven months here. into this podcast, and I'm almost <laughs> at the point of where I should have been when we started. <laughs> well, I don't know. We all struggle, dude. Big time. Yeah, so yeah. you had a great weekend. Yeah, it's been a it's been emotional. An, it's been an interesting week. I mean, for sure. I mean, da- dropping Daniel off at Bradley, you know, those types of things are just it's they are emotional, right? And he's, you know, you got to trust your kids. And yeah. I just think about all the things that I screwed up in my college <laughs> life. Yeah. And it's like, please don't make these errors. I only gave him, you know, a couple of rules. And I mean, really it comes down to please go, just please go to class. Cause like you're yeah. super smart. So if you go to so- class and do the work, you're going to be fine. So here's my question for you as a dad going through this and a dad who's going to go through this. What are your expectations of like, you guys have a pretty solid relationship of talking, right? How often are you going to, do you think you'll see him? Will you talk to him, text him, email him? Like that's like the big, right? Like you go to see your kid every day and, you know, we're in different situations, but I'm sure you talk to him a lot now. I know you see him a lot now. Yeah. I mean, I'm texting him and he's answering more than ever. Mm -hmm. So I think that he also is like, okay, this is like new phase in my life. And, um, you know, I'm going to text mostly and call sporadically just Mm -hmm. because, that's the way the world is. That's the way they kind of expect to communicate. Right. right. right? And it, by they, I mean younger. Um, and then I, I hope he still, you know, wants to come up and see this part of his family and his, mm-hmm. you know, baby sister and, and stuff. I, I think he will, but it'll be tougher. Yeah. It'll be real tough. Right. Because you, you're trying to split your time. Uh, it, but my expectation really is it won't be daily, but it's going to be, you know, every, you know, a few times a week that I'll yeah. just kind of drop him a note. It's, it's really tough. I mean, I've texted him quite a bit the last day and a half. He has an unusual situation when he moved in that his roommate to, to, to now still hasn't shown up. <laughs> and Daniel and I'll send him a note. Kid never responded. So I'm like, hey, you might. I mean, he might show up the day of classes yeah. and just be the type of kid who's like, "Look, I don't, I, I'm, I'm gonna sleep here. Other than, I'm gonna, other than that, I'm gonna not even be around." I'm like, he could be, not. I mean, maybe he doesn't show up, and you know, you've got a single. Uh, yeah. Who knows, right? Like, you just don't know. But it's, it's a little weird to have somebody that aloof. You know, when you move in, like you know, because. You've got a situation at, at this where the like you kind of pick the front half or back half of the room, and Daniel didn't yeah. want to make that choice without talking to the kid, right? And too late now. It, it was too late, right? Like the kid yeah. never came, so it's like, yeah. oh, all right, we chose and arranged and and went on with life, right? But so it's interesting from that perspective. You know, I think he's already done more than I really thought he would. I think you know he he went out with. His floor grabbed dinner. Has definitely met some new people, and you know mm-hmm. they've done a couple of things. The other piece for him, it's he lives twenty minutes away to get to his mom's house. You know yeah. where he's grown up, right? So he left a couple of things behind that he was gonna go pick up. Well, it's twenty minutes. Yeah, so it's super familiar for him the area yeah. too. Yeah, and I, you know, and he'll get to know Peoria better too. The, you know, they don't spend a ton of time in Peoria. They spend mm-hmm. most of it in Washington, maybe East Peoria. Uh, 
So yeah. it was it was cool though to see him, you know how he navigates things and the maturity and yeah. You know, and I had I I was in a St. John's at Bradley, so I had my own room because I, I I went in would have been my sophomore year, so uh, you know and I, we Farrick and I have a ton of friends like getting their whose kids are like getting their first apartment and all that, and it was weird because. Braden's gone away for camp for three weeks for this was his sixth year. And I had my hardest time not talking to him this year. And I got me thinking about when he goes to college and, you know, in high school, I don't take him to his games anymore. The school bus takes him, they take him back. I don't take him to practices. And then your situation, I'm like, I really wonder what, like, I know I'll text him. How often is he going to pick up a phone and call? Probably not that often. Maybe a FaceTime. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it really got me thinking about that. You know, I think the other thing with technology today, most parents have, you know, their their kids or family on either share my iPhone or Life360, mm-hmm. one of these apps, right, where you know where your kid is. And Daniel and, and Lily both, um, you know, their whole family is on the that life 360 right and vanessa does a um a really their mom my ex does a really good job of just kind of not using it as a a gotcha but more like okay i know where you're at yeah yeah you know it's it's like a trust but verify thing but for you know daniel now if you see the dot doesn't move out of his out of his room right like you can proactively kind of be like, Hey, what's, what's going on? How you feeling? And and those are big things, right? Because when I got in trouble in college, like in terms of just as it turns out, didn't know back then. Right. But today knowing it was depression and, and some other factors, right? Like my parents could have been like, Hey, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Right. And instead they didn't know that I never left or wasn't going to class at times or, yeah, yeah. what I was doing at night. Right. And so I could, I mean, basically lie to my parents. Right. And now it, it's tougher to do that in a good way. Right. It, mm-hmm. it could be abused. Sure. Your parents could really abuse that kind of thing, but I don't, that's not what's happening at all. And, you know, it, sometimes you can't stay together, but Vanessa and I, I think have always done a really good job of keeping the kids first in this. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't agree, we still, you know, it's, it's, if it's disagreement about the kids, it's coming from a point of caring and it's never gotten like our marriage wasn't great, obviously, but yeah. it's, been, it's fine. Right. Like for the most, for the most part, right. Like, mm-hmm. and she's done such a tremendous job with them, uh, both the older kids that I, I don't worry as much. She worries way more. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't worry as much. I just, I try to. You know, I'm trying to trust, but dropping him at school, pretty big deal, right? And, yeah. And so I'm, that causes me to eat. <laughs> that That's emotional eating at its finest. And, you know, I had a week where, you know, like I talked about last week where I didn't do well and wasn't feeling well. And my runs did get better. I did gain regain my energy. My runs Good. got better. I didn't do my workout this week, but I did do mileage on that day. And I did my 12 today mm-hmm. with a faster finish for the last three miles, progressively faster and was able to do it and feel pretty good. Even though the dew point was 67 degrees, which just <laughs> is awful. <laughs> Thankfully there was cloud cover. Um, I think that's what saved today. Uh, in the end though, I was able to get in a good, a good set of runs. Good. Uh, but that energy deficiency, that, that problem led me to meeting with, uh, a diabetic dietitian Mm -hmm. and that was a big deal for me. So is this the one that you were originally supposed to see and it got screwed up? Yep. And it just got till now. Yeah. Well, I kind of just the whole thing was so convoluted and I didn't understand it. And right. There was not a good way to navigate it. 
and I didn't feel anybody cared at that practice. Yeah. Like, it, and I'm not saying the doctor didn't care. I, it just felt that way. Right. And that matters. And I, so I just said, forget it. I'm doing fine. Well, mm-hmm. when I wasn't doing fine, I said, okay, I got to take care of this. Well, I got to tell you, they changed the page and they changed the way they did things. And the per and it was much easier. Good. Like got right in, you know, it only took a couple days to get in and she was a runner. So that helped a lot. Excellent. Uh, they, one thing I found interesting, they don't have a sports nutritionist at all on staff in this network mm-hmm. that I'm in, much less a sports nutritionist that specializes in people with diabetes. It's almost like they just, Hey, you guys got to exercise, but if you get really into it, you're on your own is kind yeah. of the way it feels. But she was really good about walking me through, uh, like after we talked after about 10 minutes and I told her kind of what I would do typically where I had kind of fallen off lately, the drainage of energy and stuff. She kind of turned to me and said, look, your A1C is six. I don't see a lot of people with six A1C, yeah. right? Like that's not, I, I get it. You're diabetic, but so the yeah. point was you're doing better than you think. Yeah. You obviously know what to do in general. And yes, I get it. When you pick up your exercise, it gets tough. And she actually told me, she's like, forget about when you fall off and you go and eat out, you know, for three days in a row, every meal or whatever, take that out of the equation. But like, if you're telling me this is like what you're outlining to me, which I was honest about kind of my day to day when I'm in a routine, she's like, you're just not eating enough. And with diabetics, that can be a problem and Mm -hmm. weight loss will be a problem. And she also said that right now you're, you kind of have this thing that you're trying to do. You're trying to control your blood sugar you're trying to run a marathon, train for a marathon, and you're trying to lose weight. Just concentrate on those first two. Blood right. sugar is always number one for diabetics. Second's got to be your training. And maybe you'll lose weight and maybe you won't. But let's not worry about that piece of it right now. And that was fair. Mm-hmm. I think that's very fair. The part that got me was I always assumed and took like when I would have vegetables. So like I like to have, say, we have salad and some maybe broccoli and a piece of meat, right? Now, I already knew the pieces of meat I was eating were way too big. And she's like, you know, you probably want to cut whatever you were doing in about half for for that. Um mm-hmm. But she's like, you don't have a starch on the plate. Like, you don't have a starchy vegetable on the plate. And I'm like, yeah, but I've got all these carbohydrates from the salad. And she's like, they're not, it's not a lot of carbohydrates. She goes, it takes three full servings of non-starchy vegetables to equal one carbohydrate serving. And what what carbohydrates do for somebody like me is potentially help me keep my blood sugar a little bit more even, but helps build up the glycogen stores for when Mm -hmm. I exercise. So my blood sugar was fine and we tested and I got a testing kit and she's like, no, so start kind of seeing what happens. Right. And I like to run fasted in the morning and she's like, tell you now to, she's like, you can, well, she's not anti fasted running for people who, don't have diabetes, you know, as a regular, you mm-hmm. know, like if she had clients that weren't diabetic, mm-hmm. but for diabetics, she said it's a, it, it can be okay, but m- for most it's not. And she's like, some people even get a spike in blood sugar for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them. So I tested my blood. I, w- I, I tested it, ran fasted, didn't have any fuel and my blood sugar went way up. Really? Yes. Which you'd think would be the exact opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So what what was happening, why I felt weak at that point, like when I did, when I'm not doing that, is I get this big spike and then crash, right? It's going to come yeah. down. And it's probably the same as caffeine. 
like for people to relate to. Like yeah, it could way, be. Way, yeah, it could be. I can tell you though that when my blood sugar gets too high, I feel like garbage. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. So mm-hmm. that's why you know I don't know why this phenomenon happens. I haven't, I have not researched it the way that I am prone to do to try to understand it better and. I'm just kind of taking the data and what she said might be happening, taking it to heart and just dealing with it. Right. So today yeah. for the 12 miler, I ate um, kind of two pieces of whole wheat bread with peanut butter. Uh, I put some cinnamon on it and I actually sprinkle a little bit more salt just to have mm-hmm. a little extra electrolyte going in and then a banana. And it seemed to to work today mm-hmm. um, pretty well. I felt good overall. Go. <laughs> um, so I'm I now have that. I have to take in more fuel on my runs. So today I experimented with Roctane drink uh-huh. mix, uh-huh. lemon berry, which I did uh, not. The, I didn't have the full packet because I actually tasted some last night um, to see how it did. Mm-hmm. And then, but I had like a 17 ish ounces, probably 16, 17 ounces of it during the run. Uh, and it, it did pretty well. I didn't take in gels this time, but I will on my 18 miler next week. My, I have a plan now for, okay, drink gel here, keep drinking gel here. So I think I'll take a gel at four, eight, 12 and 16. For next yeah, because what run. do they say? Every 45 minutes-ish? Yeah, but I mean, it t- it's taking me longer than that. But I also have the drinks, which right. are dripping in some calories. That's what I liked about Roctane. It had electrolytes, sugar, the calories too, right? And do you shoot for 200, 300 calories an hour? No. You don't even think about that. I don't think about it, and that's been yeah. part of my downfall. Mm-hmm. So that's why I am going to take this 18-mile to really try to dial in I'm going to try to eat what I want to basically eat the night before the race. I'm going to try to mock up what it is, what the race is. And it's a lot of gels for me. Mm -hmm. Right now, that's the plan. I want to see how I do. And, you know, we'll we'll take it from there. And so what the other really big eye-opening thing for me when I met with the dietician was... I thought, hey, let's take a potato as an example, right? Let's just use that. I thought, okay, when you're diabetic, your number may change a little bit. But like if you're diabetic, your blood sugar goes up between 10 and 15 points. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just making this up, right? What she said is that's like everything else, N equals one. You know me and my N equals one. Right. So one person, their blood sugar may go up two points and somebody else it might go up 40 points. You just don't know. Wow. Okay. Right. And I got the materials. I'm going to experiment, but I, what it comes down to is what I've been saying for the last couple of years, which is if I just don't have processed foods, probably okay. <laughs> Right, like if you if you eat what's coming out of the ground, that's it's, it. It's probably okay. So <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. I am making a full food plan for the first time in my life. I am writing going tonight. That's my when I'm I've been working on tonight. I will write down breakfast, lunch, dinner. And snacks as needed. Mm -hmm. But I will have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner planned. Unlike you, I'm the type of person who can have the same thing over and over and over again for breakfast and lunch. Doesn't bother me. I'll get variety at dinner. But honestly, even that doesn't bother me. Like if somebody said to me, you had to eat whatever, a three to four ounce chicken breast, broccoli, a baked potato and a salad every day for the next 20 years, <laughs> I'd eat it. 
Yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't like as much as I love food. Oddly, I can just keep eating the same things over and over and over. So what I plan to do is kind of get a. This week I'm going to eat X. Next week I'll eat Y, and have like a three or four week rotation. Mm-hmm. And if there's something I really like, maybe do it back to back weeks. Who knows, right? But that was a big thing. Oh, and the I, I told her about the breakfast that I actually had today, and she would prefer that I added like a hard boiled egg or two to what I had. Like she's like, that's just not enough on the protein side of that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's enough carbohydrate, probably. So that's you know, it's in, I, I have never really thought about this in terms of the macronutrient, right? I really don't want to, but I feel like I need to for at least for a while. Mm -hmm. And if it works and I feel good, fantastic. Yeah. You know, testing my blood sugar these last few days, I definitely know what happens when I do go ahead and have that Dairy Queen. (laughs) Now, can you get that? um, Continuous. Yeah, well, now it's for athletes, but... No, I can't get the continuous glucose monitor and have the insurance pay. Mm -hmm. I might at some... Awesome. Okay. I have no idea what happened. (laughs) But there was a technical glitch on my side. My internet, for some reason, just, just went out for a minute. So... If this sounds oddly cobbled together, it's because it is. So anyway, what I was saying <laughs> is I might push it with my doctor. Uh-huh. But, you know, as of now, I feel good just pricking a finger here and there. These things, you barely even feel them anymore. Yeah. Do you so get the incredible. forearm one? Forearm. I know a lot of people have, they can do it out of their forearm and it's a much smaller uh, like a needle prick and then it saves the fingers. So you can get um, one that you you get I, out of your forearm. I yeah, I, I honestly I don't know enough about this stuff to even ask yeah. for something like that. But I gotta tell you, the first time I used, you know, mine I just use on my fingers, but the first mm-hmm. time I did it, I thought like, oh, I need to I need a stronger setting. No. And she's like, No, 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 no. It's it's you know, she squeezed and I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, they're okay. But squeeze, you, I didn't wipe, even, I didn't even feel it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even feel it. So as of now, I'm fine with the with the setup. I'm looking forward to seeing what, like once I get into a routine, mm-hmm. what happens. Now, like I said, I got 18 next week. So we'll see kind of what happens there because every once in a while in these long runs, for now, she's like, take your sugar reading after, make sure that you didn't go too far. Uh, with with your fuel, like in terms of you didn't take enough in. It's mm-hmm. like, take too much, that's fine. Don't take too little. And then we leave Monday, uh, so a week from tomorrow. We're recording on Sunday. So tomorrow, Monday, we leave a week from then. Gretchen and I are uh, going to Atlanta. She's got to work, and I'm tagging along. Nice. Um, that's a good city to tag along to. Yeah, yeah. And so that comes full circle to the beginning i reached out to gomer one anthony who lives (laughs) in the atlanta area to say hey where should i run when i'm out there and he graciously gave me uh, a spot that was going to be a little bit flatter for us midwesterners to go awesome run a few miles so yeah there you go so uh yeah that's it man that's all I got, really. So, plan. Hope the runs keep going fairly well. Um, and only seven weeks to the race, which is insane. Confident? I know I can finish it. And what mm-hmm. I told Howie Ann this week when we talked, I've taken all time goals out. Perfect. I want to enjoy the race. I'm go- it's not like I'm going out there to slough off, but I, I'm going to go out there and, and, and I'm going to race. I'm going to go. But I'm also not going to be disappointed by whatever time shows up. 
Mm-hmm. If it's a day that all this training comes together, the weather is overcast and 40 with that perfect three mile an hour breeze in your face the whole way. <laughs> maybe I can do close to what I was planning on, but if not, so what? Like yeah. I'm just, so be it. It's just gone. I want to, I just want to enjoy what's happening out there and that's it. Yeah. Well, so, the first half of that race is awesome. And then you just got to get to Chinatown. Yeah. It'll, and it'll be fine. I mean, yeah, no, that, that's a great, great mindset going in. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I know I can run fast enough to beat the cutoff mm-hmm. unless the weather is insane. Yeah. So I'm not worried about that. And I want to be able to walk around after the race. I want to be able to go shower and then go walk around with people and enjoy the rest of the of the time out there. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's it. That's really it. Love it. All right, man. Anything else from you? No, I'm good. I I gave my breaking news. What's that? I think it's been like three years since I've been. (laughs) Yes. I I mean, this is huge. Yeah. And I only coughed once. That's pretty good. Right. Only a couple of barks. My internet (laughs) only gave out once. We're good. I'm shocked that Tucker made it through this. (laughs) (laughs) I, I really am shocked because they were all napping. So I figured when they got up for dinner that it would just be on. So Beautiful. we made it. We did. All right. You've been listening to episode 156 of the Fat Man Chronicles, FMC Run Chicago, Chapter 26. The music is You Got Me Wrong by Safar. Leave us a review if you can. Uh, you know, whatever you want to say to us. But feel free to say it to our face, too. find us on social we're always there for you and other than that everyone enjoy yourselves get out there and be better today 